Welcome to Food for Thought. I'm Dee Anderson. Laura Mangone here. Rob Bell's at the helm. Yes, you are in Rob Bell's house. <laughs> we do the show from Rob Bell's house. Now. Beautiful downtown studio. Lambertville, His New studio. Jersey. That's right. Um, yeah, Lambertville, which is, uh, I have my car parked on the street, by the way, so that people With can see magnets, my mag- like car magnets. As we speak, she is advertising yeah. her. My boyfriend gets so private embarrassed. Private chef services. He hates the idea of the magnets being Why? on the car. Why? Just, he just thinks it's embarrassing. How far away are <laughs> oh you parked? God. On the street, right you on here, a funny um, story. Street. You want to hear a funny story about magnets? Actually, this wasn't a magnet. I guess we could have taken it off. It was painted on the side of the car. So when I was in high school, one my, I guess my only really serious boyfriend. I think I have to go through my head. <laughs> you only had one. Um, yeah, kind of. No, I had two, but he was my serious boyfriend, <laughs> like junior senior year. Uh-huh. Russell Moss was his name. He unlong- unfortunately he's no longer with us. Oh. But his sister Noreen was a 1978 Miss Staten Island, <laughs> and the car that Russell drove, oh which was a Pacer. Do you remember Pacer with yeah. those big windows? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. red on the bottom and white on the top, and she won it as Miss Staten Island. <laughs> and on the side of, course, of it, on both you sides of it, it said. Miss Staten Island, 1978, Noreen Moss. And he used to drive it all the time. And people would like honk and look, and I'd like wave, like it was a beauty (laughs) queen. You were the Miss Miss uh, Staten Island. (laughs) (laughs) But it was kind of embarrassing because he used to drive it. I'm like, Russell, why don't you get... She she would not let him remove it. it. No. It wasn't even a magnet. It was like... On, like yeah. painted, so you permanent. To paint, the, paint the car. No, that was the condition for him to get the car from okay. her. Okay. Well, yeah, well, but I it's not I your car pay anymore. To have my car, I would love to get my car wrapped, but I'm not doing that. Plus, it's a lease. What does that mean? Wrapped. Wrapped. So it's like you ever see those? It's like a walk, a moving advertisement. Yeah, the whole oh, car's oh, got oh, the billboard on it. Wrapped so that it has like graphics and logos and. Bullet points all over your car. That's too much. I think. I don't think I even <laughs> when I see much. those, it's it's too much. You can't. Yeah, but actually, I've heard that it's actually pretty effective. Yeah, well, my people my, have that. Say they magnet. get business. My magnets are now. I'm I'm soliciting myself as a private chef. So I think because it's whenever there's a person who's as going to be working to a, in your home. Yeah. I thought it was important to have a picture of me Absolutely. on the magnet. And I love that picture of you. It's a great and, picture. But it's really difficult because I, I'm sure there are people that, that look at that and are like, oh, you know, <laughs> especially check if yourself out. Especially much. if you're not looking your best and you're you look right, awesome right? in the picture. Right. I do look better than I usually do in the picture. No, you, but. Look, you look that good. <laughs> but, but you but have makeup It on, has you know, gotten me clients. So yeah. I can't. I am. I just got a new client just before the summer started uh-huh. uh, with a woman who just happened to be, she has a Saw special it. diet, was right. coming out of the store, um, literally would go for hours and hours just without eating because she didn't have the time to, to Prepare. make the... Now, I have a question for I'm you. Sorry, I'm having a contact lens problem. After I ask you guys, Ignore so me. you're coming to dinner on Saturday yeah. and you're not, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, after I go to the Salsa Fest. After Salsa Fest, Where's you're coming salsa to dinner. Fest? In Flemington, New Jersey. Yeah. And what is it? 
Well, what do you think? I mean, it's a, just a salsa festival. <laughs> it's a, is it's it all a festival. the restaurants in Flemington doing their salsas? No, it's or? like all about dancing. They, they set up a band. They close off close the, the streets street. and everybody's and all dancing. And all the, the Spanish, salsa. all the Latinos are there. All the Latinos from downtown are there and nobody else knows how to salsa. So oh it's all bad. I don't know why I didn't think about you for this. What? A friend of mine from, this, from New York is involved in putting together a gelato expo i think it's in jersey city yeah and they're looking for judges she asked me to be a judge and i knew that i couldn't but do would you want to be a judge at a gelato sure oh i'll email her right after the show sure wouldn't that be fun where is this fun in jersey city but it's part of she works um she works for a, a huge huge pr group okay so i'm not sure who the you Maybe know, get the some sponsor sponsors for the is. show while you're there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry I didn't think of you sooner. Oh, that's fine. But I'll throw um, it out there. I had some amazing uh, gelato a couple days ago in Passayunk Avenue in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Passayunk. Yeah, that's like yeah. a real Italian area there. Yeah, yeah, I never yeah. really, mm-hmm. really visited oh, my it gosh, before. You can get a, yeah. And they had an amazing gelato place there. You missed the show. Where I did, I was in Maine eating my it, fill. Right, my the Chocarat show where yes. we talked about Chocarat. Uh, we were talking about dining in New York City mm-hmm. and how it can be tricky unless you absolutely knew where know where to go. I don't always pay attention to Yelp. Right, I don't always buy reviews. I there don't been, like Yelp. There have been times I'm I've been totally duped by. A multitude of reviews, right. and so I just sometimes when I go in, unless I I know you know if something comes highly recommended, I think mm-hmm. that's I texted you yeah, and asked we, you yeah, where we had a text we should conversation go. about this. Yeah, and so I just have to go with my gut. When you're in the theater dis- district as well, mm-hmm. and I think I was, but I kind of got out of the theater district, it, or right. I was c- going toward the 30s. So I think I was toward Chelsea, right? Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But it was such a the the sign on the the sandwich board sign on the front of the restaurant said the place was called Chocora, mm-hmm. and it uh, it was tapas, okay, and uh, paella, nice. So all they served was tapas a bunch of selections of tapas and a whole bunch of selections of paella. And I'm thinking, this Could, is a good sign. Yeah. And But I've been tricked before with places well, that looked course. good and then they really weren't or right. the value wasn't there. Right. Then I see the board says happy hour, 430 to 630. And, and I'm like, oh, my in. God. <laughs> oh, you can't oh, resist a good happy hour. My God. Right. So I go in. And we talked about the happy hour at Mediterra, but um, and I'm thinking, okay, it's probably not going to be very good. It's, but at least it'll be happy hour. It won't be full price, so I won't be that pissed off right. when I don't love it. Grilled squid. It. They had every. They had Grid, everything I love. Octopus. Octopus. Nice. Uh, grilled uh, calamari. Nice. Um, I had fried artichokes. Nice. With um, and lemon aioli dip. Yum. Um, I had beef cheeks, nice. a really small portion, but right. it was over some kind of aborio rice. Write it down, and it was just kind of braised with uh, mm-hmm. red wine. A simple, you know, um, the fried artichokes, the fried grilled calamari, mm-hmm. which just you know cut like butter. Nice, uh, just simple nice. lemon, little garlic, olive oil, salt and pepper. That's Perfect. it. Um, 
And one other one, I can't remember. It'll come Did to you me. see How a come calamari isn't always served like that? Why is it always fried? You know, that sounds better. Uh, uh, some I think places it just will serve it like this. Some, I mean, I think better places serve it that way, but it just became a thing. Yes. Fried so, calamari has been become so, ugh. you know, it, it still remains to this day one of my favorite foods. But ninety percent of the restaurants out there don't do it right, no. so it's it's awful. Right, but. Um, so and all these, I think that was the first way that people became exposed to it, because you know it's a different thing. Not a lot of people eat squid, but people know. eat anything fried. But they do eat it. Yeah, it, yeah. I think it was to to uh, satisfy the American sensibilities, and you know, like even long ago, you really wouldn't find it anywhere but in an Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. Right, and then yeah. all of a sudden it was everywhere. Yeah. So mm-hmm. not only that, but get, guess what? So it's half price on all oh. of the tapas. Nice. So it's like anywhere the the full price was eight to sixteen dollars for any one of the ta- So I'm like in so heaven four here. Four to eight bucks. Four to eight. Good. Four to eight per. So I got like extra stuff, and I yeah. took stuff home. Nice. Ate some of it on the way home because yeah. yeah. I understood. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway. Shokarat, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. And then I looked it Which up. Which means Laura. Bert Rice. Yes. And by the way, the paellas, yeah, it's all different kinds. I didn't see one because it was so early. People weren't ordering dinner. Right. But uh, twenty six to thirty dollars. That's normal. So that's good. It was one, pr- and it's the name Shokarat is Laura. The name of the the stuff that you peel off the paella pan when it kind of burns yeah in um guatemala or in spanish really it's called cocon c-o-c-o-c-o-n cocon okay um, i'll have to look at because i i looked good. up socorro really and it said i looked up what it meant neat and it said it was the, the, crispy, the crispy rice at the bottom of- well just regular rice in latin american it's cocon okay. just regular okay. rice okay. that's so and that's the best part and I, I but think. this place was so yes. good that I would actually go back and pay full, full price. You know how you, if you get like a Groupon right. or you get happy hour, you think, well, it's a good thing this was half price because I definitely would not do this right. if it were full price. Now, if I go to a restaurant and I say, I would pay full price for this, mm-hmm. then uh, to me, I think it's, it's a good place. Absolutely. So I think we should have a class trip. Is it spelled like C S O? And was it five to seven happy hour? Four thirty to six thirty. All right, so yeah. S O C A R R A T. I think. Anyway, is that a Monday through Friday thing? Probably, I can't remember, but I would imagine. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they did. would. Anybody do that on a Saturday night? We did also have a wonderful. Oh, they uh, have a couple of them. Yes, and this is why it's I didn't a pot of bar. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't want to go, Laura, because when I see there's a few locations, locations, I'm like, oh, small chain, forget it. It's going to suck. It's going to be like, what's that one? Not Chipotle, but what's the Thai one that's in in the city and it's all over the place? And it's it's all right. I forget whether it's called Spice or something. They have a million of them. It's not horrible. You were the one on second? Great. Or the one in Chelsea? Chelsea. Nice. 19th um, Street. Was it 19th? I thought it was 30-something. No, you're right. That sounds... Maybe it was 19th. I think I came from 30th and walked down. Yeah. Or there's one all the way down on Mulberry Street where my grandmother was born. 
But I think we should go and have Absolutely. have the tapas at half price. Yeah, let's go. And then splurge and have some paella and see if it's see to me that experience tells me that I'm probably going to be thrilled with the paella. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but how many well, times have you had great appetizers and then the, the, not the main entree is not good? That happens to me a lot. Does it? Yeah. That's it. I know. But look at the paellas. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was, I thought it was really good. And I'd be willing to oh, take good. the chance Colorful. that this is... You know, we went to another place. Theater District looked kind of authentic, uh, tiny, right. you know, old Spanish-looking waiters. We're like, all right, this looks good. Paella for two was $50. Which is kind of normal. Which is kind of normal. Right. But, Laura, no. what we got, I was, oh, doing, I think I I was remember, doing the math. I think you re- it was I about a dollar. It was like four shrimp and two. It was like yeah, it was, four medium-sized shrimp, two clams. Yeah. One little, I mean, crazy. Horrible. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyhow. I have a question. Yes. I love I'm trying to think about how to leverage my personal chef business into something bigger. Okay. And here's the thing. Now, I've done the math like a million times. Uh-huh. Typically, let's say for a family of four, we'll just use right. that as the model. Right. They're going to spend for $200 for a half day. Plus the cost of groceries, which I'm going to average out to be about $150. Mm-hmm. And that gets them about three to four dinners per right. week. Usually right. four, right. sometimes three. For a lot of people, that's all they need to kind of get through the week. Yeah. Um, and what I'm finding now that I've had a number of clients is mm-hmm. that most of them are one-shot deals. Most of them, that's all they want. Because right. they just want help during the week. They just, you know, they yeah. work a lot. And they don't have time to do prep. Yeah. Um, sometimes, rarely, but sometimes you'll find a client that really wants you to come twice a week because they want it to be fresher. Right. And you'd come with on like a Monday mm-hmm. with a couple nights worth of meals and you come on a Wednesday for three nights worth right. of meals. So the one-shot deal people typically spend about $350 for mm-hmm. their three to four dinners. That's in, including groceries. So I'm trying to f- think of a way. Okay, if I had a space and I had two full-time people and we worked, we'd be working from Sunday through Wednesday. Because mm-hmm. mind you, once the deliveries are done on Wednesday, there's, that's right. it. Right. So it's Sunday's a prep day. Monday's a delivery day. Tuesday's prep only. Wednesday, Wednesday delivery. the delivery day. Right. So Well, you know what? I think there's a market for it because a million years ago when Mario and I first got married, I was we were living in the carriage house of this big fancy house in Princeton on Hodge Road. And there was a woman around the corner that his aunt was sort of companion to. She was an elderly woman. And I used to cook for her. And I would make basically what you do. I'd make like, you know, two or three days a week. I would make breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And I would deliver it to her. And she had a lot of friends that would come in and say, oh, you know, I saw the meals that you made for Eleanor last week and blah, 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 blah. And I had like four women on the same street, a walk from my house. And what I did is I just told them what the daily menu was. How were you paid? I was paid, gosh, it was a long time ago. To be honest with you, I think I was paid... 
I want to say I was paid $100 per delivery. But that delivery could have had two or three meals in it. Mm-hmm. It's like every time I went to their house, I got 100 bucks. And it was on Plus the cost you know, of Hot grocery. Road. It was all fancy. Plus the cost of groceries. Plus the cost, cost of groceries. But what I would do is I would find out what Eleanor wanted that week. And she would say maybe chicken on Tuesday and fish on Wednesday and beef on Thursday. Because those were the three days that I would cook for her. And I would put together a menu and have her approve it. Does this sound good for you? And then I would print up a little flyer. These are the these are the foods I'm making today, and I would drop the little flyer in all the mailboxes from my house to her house. Okay, well I can't do that. I know you can't do that, but that this is 1984. <laughs> okay. This was before. We're running out of time. We got to go to break. But but, this, but but make up a daily menu, and you now have the benefit of social media, internet. Send it out there. These are the menus for the the week. I'm telling you, it'll work. Keep the menus the same. Well, I, okay, yeah. when, we, when we come back, uh, a little more on that and um, some ideas for the dinner party, then you're going to tell me about some awesome food. Yeah, I made a bunch of stuff this week. All right, we'll be right back. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $2 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're being taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $2. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 45 blue pills or 45 yellow pills for $99 and add 5 more pills free. You save more than $5. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call us at 800-359-9116 and get your 50 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now. 800-359-9116. 800-359-9116. 800-359-9116. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Are you over the age of 60 and been diagnosed with lung cancer? If so, you and your family may qualify for a cash award. We can help make sure that you and your family are financially safe and medical expenses are covered. If you've been diagnosed with lung cancer and are over 60, call 24-7, 1-855-398-1754, Attorney Advertising, William Stephacker Jr. is the attorney responsible for this ad. Main office, Grant, Pennsylvania. May not be available in all states. And welcome back to Food for Thought. We're talking about um, food, food private delivery, cooking. private cooking, private chef, and um, don't it, you think that would work for you if you just made up a menu? So you're making what you're making for your regular clients, and you say, "Here's the menu for the week," and then I've got to sell everybody else on that exact same menu. That's what I'm not sure if it would work. Right. I want to be able to offer if somebody wanted. Like to offer a whole menu, right? And let's say it's a little more limited than my catering menu right now. But there's, you know, five know. beef choices, five chicken See, choices. I don't think you need to do that much. I think you need to do one beef choice, one chicken choice, or or maybe two of each protein, because then you don't have to go crazy. And you know, they'll be tasty. They're going to be changing. 
I have to look up my friend. So my friend Julia Ehrlichman, who I've known for 40 years probably, 35 at least, um, is doing this. And she, from her house, she puts out what her menu is for the week and she just packs things up. Let me see if I can find one of her. You know, there's also this thing online, I think I told you about it, where this woman is like a gourmet chef and she throws parties in her house and people pay to come and have dinner with her. It's like a private club. Well, I have not been able to be that cool where people are willing to pay money to come to my house. I can't get my head around that. But you know, they have see, super me, high end everything. It's like a hundred to 150 <coughs> bucks and they have the top end wine and all the appetizer and you know, all this super high end stuff. It's a big deal. Well, my house is too small for that, do but, here. um, do it here. You could do. Yeah, we'll see. It's hard to charge people for stuff like that. You know, if it's not, if it feels so intimate where it's in your home, I don't know. It's a club, you know. They're not your friends, quote unquote. They're right, right. people clients. in well, clients who well, join this thing. And having the, the menu, club. you present a menu for the week. Now I've seen these things before, where so and so's kitchen, okay, and here's the menu for the week, right? And it'll have things like chicken pot pie, <clears throat> not happening, right? You know, uh, ham steak, not happening. Right. You know, I have to. For me, I have to really like. The food, and I'm not going to choose meatloaf or things that are generic that people tend to put out on those monthly menus. This is the menu this week, right? But anyway, I think there's a way. I think there's a way to do it. There is definitely. if you keep your overhead low enough. When you think about the storage space that you would need, let's say you have ten clients a day, it's not it's not that much. That's true. And I've demonstrated already that I can work in a really tiny, tiny kitchen. Yeah. So if I can do it in my house, then it should in right. a real space. Anyway, what to have for dinner? I want to do. Oh, I just fish. have a, one quick observation. I, I yeah. rarely buy uh, seafood, but you know I'm trying to get more into it. Like you know what happened with the fish, where I didn't understand. We have to tell Laura. Can we talk about the fish? Yeah, incident? we can talk about it in happened? one second. But I just I just got some mussels. Uh-huh. At the supermarket. Oh, don't what buy mussels right now. And about one fifth of them were open. Oh, when I got them home. Did you? And play, I was just wondering whether play that's with it and see if it'll close. No, I threw them out. Yeah. So, but mussels, is that normal that you always have just some dead mussels ones? Mussels are not great right now. They Everywhere were we went, well, where we went in where we were in Maine. Yeah. Um, this camp, the family camp, aside from traveling before and after, but the family camp that we go to, one night a week they have a lobster night, and they always have a big pot of mussels, and this year they didn't, so I was speaking to the chef, mm-hmm. and he said that there is an organism that's going around right now, Uh-oh. so you short, sort of should avoid mussels this summer. Really? Uh, yes, okay. because even if the Thank organism you, is not present... Good, good tip for our listening audience. Yeah, um, you know, it's... It was a local situation, and he said it may very well clear up, but sometimes you don't know how old, well, these were PEI if they're not muscles. fresh. Oh, I was well, just going to ask, PEI, Prince Edward Island. So. Which is the same waters as Maine. It yeah, is? But it's, it's a bit farther yeah, north. Right? I don't know. It's, far, it's, it's farther PEI. north. Yeah, it's not that Prince, far from Maine. It's not Maine, that no. far, no. no. It's not that far. I've driven. Yeah. All I've right. driven a PEI the, I Maine. like the, P, the PEI ones are bigger, though. Don't they, they tend are. to be bigger yes. and greener? They had two kinds. They had something, I guess it was, was a green mussel? Yeah. yeah, they tend five ninety nine for a bag, and PI mussels were four ninety nine for a bag. So of course, I green went for mussels the, to save the dollar. I just like the biggest ones. Green mussels, I think, are Vietnamese. They're well, not I made local the right, and they cost waters. More 
I and they're big. Like choice then. Yeah, they were bigger. I love the big. The ones. green ones. Yeah, I think they're just so much better. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Wait, they were, they were delicious. Fine. I was just wondering whether it's normal to have like about one fifth of them dead when you buy the bag. Well, now because of Laura, I'm going to be avoiding mussels for the rest of the. Well, summer. here's Maine. And here's Prince Edward Island. Yeah, I know. I've it's driven. Just, I've driven. I know, there. but it might be far away enough that you know, if you're harvesting, they're going to be harvesting PEI pretty locally for a wedding. So. Well, it's still the Atlantic. It was a beautiful trip. It's you take a ferry Atlantic. ride across the uh, whatever you call it. The yeah, sound. it's beautiful there. Mario and I spent yeah. uh, two weeks bicycling all over Nova Scotia mm-hmm. on like a back roads trip, camping mm-hmm. and biking. So, beautiful there, gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about the the. The fish. So Rob, for yes. his dinner party a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. like an idiot. Well, he got, and I was very impressed with this, but I was worried. I have to say, he had a, like a seven-pound seven-pound red snapper. Snapper from where well, I got it at the Aussie supermarket, not my favorite supermarket. Asian market. No, Asian market. And fresh, 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 yep. and yep. he was going to grill it with a head and tail on it and everything. Head and tail. I was like, that's great. So I get here and we're having our apps, and he's like. Hey, Deirdre, can you grill the fish? And I said, I'm sorry, absolutely not. Because I, I do know what can happen here. And my past experience, now it's been, because I had these experiences so long ago, yeah. I really told myself I would not attempt the whole fish? fish thing until I had the right equipment. Because what happened was it stuck. I usually put and, it on tinfoil and right. I spray the shit out of it. Right. Pardon. Right. Or actually, shiitake. And I put little, I mean, yes, if you had a perforated pan or if you had the bath, you know, the, the fish basket. basket. Right. I think the fish baskets are worse. I think it yeah. sticks it more sticks to, to the, the fish Because the fish basket is never getting as hot as that grill is. Never. Right. I like Unless the grill Unless you pans. put the fish basket like. Take the take the take the rack off regular and put it closer rack to the, out and somehow get it so it's like right directly. Right I like I do aluminum foil. I put aluminum foil on the grill before I start the grill. I start the grill and then I put you some perforations it. Uh, in it, not a lot, so it's going to fall apart. And then before I'm putting the fish on it, because this is really the only time I ever do it, is with fish or whole fish. Mm-hmm. Spray the crap out of it, and it works great. Actually, I love sea bass. I just score it a few times on each side. Well, red side. snapper's a great fish. Do you it's flip, delicious. Do you flip it? I do flip it, but it's more like rolling it because I'm, being really, it gentle, I'm right. being really gentle with the foil. But I looked um, it up. You're supposed to use banana leaf. Banana leaf is nice, but sometimes if you don't soak it long enough, it'll catch on fire. Okay. We use banana leaf for everything. What about just using corn? That's a, a, corn the leaves husk, over, same yeah, thing. Corn You'd husk. have to soak them, and they will dry out and burn. And then when you flip it, but you, you don't just need replace to do, them. But you don't need to do any of that. You just need to have it over after you get it on the, the aluminum foil. The foil. I right. mean, it's best if you do it on a charcoal grill because you can have indirect heat. You can have the charcoal over here and the fish over here. I could have done that. I, I have a three zone. Yeah. See, I didn't know. But the fish was so big that well, the, I usually the mouth turn... was over one end and the tail was on the other end. I mean, so, it was a big fish. Yeah. If I'm using a propane grill and I've done big, you know. Full size, like the whole size of the grill. Yeah. I'll put the back and the front burners on, and I'll leave the center burner off. And I put the mm. fish in the center. Okay. And I just score it a couple of times. Sometimes I'll, I mean, I won't really marinate it, but I'll put a rub on it, either right. Asian, like ginger I seasoning. It. Or I get a natto seeds and do like a, a Mexican, like an achiote rub hmm. with black pepper mm-hmm. and cumin and anato seeds that you grind hmm. and you rub it in there. Oh my gosh, it's so 
but the, so good. And you serve it just with a But my fish was, was terrible because the skin stuck to the grill. So yeah, all of the yeah, flavoring yeah. was sitting on the grill. You know, I took the fish off. It didn't have any skin on it. And, yeah. had this, and then, you know. That's why you have to spray the crap out of it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was sad. The best you part was sitting even, on the grill all stuck to it. You know it. what you can also do? Well, you can, it's still really good. You can put a piece of parchment paper down. You can perforate the tin foil and put a piece of parchment and spray that. Because that you can, you know, you can and that move it around. Fire? No. Okay, that's the trick. Yeah, it's it's. I love a whole fish on a grill. There's nothing better. I'm gonna try the parchment paper. So what happened? It fell apart. So, yeah. yeah, No, it didn't fall apart, but it did. All the skin came off. It stuck okay. to the. But was it still delicious? No, it was terrible. Oh. It was not terrible. Was, all sure the flavoring was, was on the grill. This not fish still was delicious. I mean, we love the skin and the heads. I was sucking on the head. She yeah, sucked okay. on the head. So you got some of the flavor agent from the head. Yeah, well, right. that's why I wanted to do it because yeah. I wanted to get to that essence that. Yummy. Yeah. yeah. Everything else was Can't good. Can't beat a good fish head. Yes. It was awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So help me get excited about what to serve for dinner this Saturday. So it's going to be like 80. Two degrees. Did you like my little chorizo? Saturday as in tomorrow. Did you yes. try that? As in tomorrow. What time? Uh six thirty. What? She thinks it's, it's raining. Rain. It's oh. supposed to be like torrential storms. No, I somebody told me didn't you tell me it was gonna be Sunday? Yeah, but, uh, but Laura says it's coming. I thought it was Monday. I thought it was Sunday also, but they have changed it. Oh. Anywho. Well it doesn't matter. Um, then we're going to have to be inside. My house is kind of small. But anyway, so let's let's pretend so, I'm still having okay. it. Well, I had like this authentic chorizo thing. I got these chorizos from uh, Brazil at the mm. market. Nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I boil them and then I, and then I grill them on the grill. Uh-huh. And then, um, uh, you know, my girlfriend made the uh, chimichurri sauce, which mm-hmm. sat in the refrigerator for like a week. Mm-hmm. And we got the sautéed onions with the achote which mm. is a traditional thing. And I got the bread, rosemary bread, from um, the bakery you turned me on to up in your area. Bobolink. Yeah, Bobolink. So every mm. ingredient was like really high end. Nice. Those were the best thing, I think, way better than the fish. Oh, nice. I, did, I don't know about that, but I thought the fish was great. The fish just tasted like So what are we going to do for you? So what I would like to like do though? seafood. And is it too much if I do? I wanted to do a first course and and the main course and have it all be seafood. Right. That's I just fine. I just want Great. that. Go for Perfect. It. So how about a ceviche nice. first course? Easy. Delish. Which I'm learning now. There's so many different uh, others. I like we shrimp. Ha- shrimp ceviche? Mm-hmm. It's really good. I like it's shrimp and I like flounder. Right. Made in it. Uh what about just a little like sea bass lime juice? or little garlic, little hot pepper, done. Now, how <laughs> Some come... parsley, parsley, toss it. Peruvian ceviche uses lemon juice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What about Ecuador? The, I think the only difference is that the Ecuador heats, sometimes heats it up a little bit. The, it cooks the what it puts into the ceviche, while the Peruvian is straight raw. Uh-huh. Um, who cooks their ceviche? Yeah, it's not cooked. It gets cooked by the oxi- oxidation. I know, I but know. in Ecuador, sometimes they, they heat up. They cook it? They who told you that? Well, I didn't really notice it when I ate the ceviche there, but that's what I read. That that's like oh. traditionally the way they... they, they, they Some they, of these things, I wonder the how The ceviche I had there was all raw. You know, it was all raw ingredients. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think these these things, these little details about what it's supposed to be are totally lost are like myths or yeah. that it's not necessarily true. Uh, I was talking yesterday to the fishmonger at uh, where I shop shop, right? And she mm-hmm. happens to be from Peru. Right. And I had a client that wanted the Peruvian style. And so I uh-huh. looked through recipes and a lot of, um, of, it seemed like a lot of the Peruvian recipes had the big corn, you know, those big yeah. chunks yep. of corn and sweet potatoes. Horse corn. Yeah. I call it horse corn. And, you know, lemon juice and, you know, maybe a little bit of olive oil. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But my client who was asking, she loved ceviche and she loves it from this one restaurant down the street. And she told me they mm-hmm. put sweetened condensed milk what? in no, the ceviche. That's not traditional. That's- so I talked to... I, I said to this Peruvian gal, have a I said, I don't know them. if I can, <laughs> first of all, I haven't seen a recipe that does that. Secondly, I, I don't know if I can get my head around it, even if no. it is a thing. That's gross. And so the Peruvian fishmonger, she said, no, no, no. That's a little trick they use when the fish is old. Ugh. It's a and it baby. masks the smell. Mm. And I'm not saying old, like people right. aren't going to serve old fish for ceviche. But, but just not super if, fresh. If it's not, you know, maybe caught the day before and it's like day right. three or day four and you're like, you got to get it moving. Right. They'll put some. Huh. I yeah. could believe that. That's why I didn't, I didn't order any ceviche from. They sell it on the beach. I mean, it's like 95 degrees out and they're sitting there with all this fish in yeah. these little containers. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to make you a fresh one. I'm like, no, thanks. You know. No, I don't I know they're that. not. They wor- they're not worried about. No, because the lemon and the lime is kills killing everything. Anything. I hope so. Uh, That's what's Laura. cooking it. I know, but but Laura, okay. If the health department were to come down to oh, no, it would have Ecuador to, and see stuff they lying faint. out in ninety-five degrees with no ice, no ice. All right, well, that's just a little and plastic containers. Is, I, it was like that in Puerto Rico. Remember yeah. the the, uh, the oysters? Just this mountain of oysters on a table. No yep. ice, no nothing. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Not cool. Mm-hmm. No bueno. No bueno. <laughs> but, and, uh, you know. I never got sick from we it. Did, we didn't get sick. No. We didn't get sick. Okay, so it's the ceviche. Yeah, you were drinking so much alcohol that it killed any that well, when possible. When I was in, in Mexico, they had the oysters. They just had the same thing. They just had, you know, like big buckets of it. There's no ice involved in that. And they would just make these plates and put them out. It was delicious. I had like two big plates. Oh, it's a miracle you're still here to talk about it. You know what she did? I think she was, the this one woman, I think she had a bunch of them in the water. Because the place where we went was like kind of right on the water. It might have been the bay. All I right, can't so remember. maybe if they were and taking so them, them fresh from the in water, the water. Right. That's they have them in water. Different. Ocean but then water. she would just dump out a big pile. Oh well, that's and different. Then shuck because yeah, if it's they're still alive, in right? water, they're, you they're know, still they're alive. not exposed to the air and right. they're alive. Right. That's different than a dry mound. Well, of, it was a dry mound. It was, but I, I think her backups were in the water. Okay, so I've settled in on ceviche. I might even oh. do like a tuna. Nice tuna ceviche. Wow. Okay. Um, main course. Main course. Something that is going to get me excited. Grilled to octopus. Cook. See, I can't do anything like that because there's a couple of people coming who are not as adventurous as we are. My go-to Tell is, is, is grilled <laughs> shrimp. I love grilled shrimp. I was going to do shrimp Tail and lamb on. kebabs. 
Yeah. Separate, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shrimp and I lamb kebabs. We're out of time. Yeah. All right. All right we'll when we back. come back, we've you've got a bunch of food yeah. recipes, we'll stories. All right. When we come back on Food for Thought. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions Now. Call 800 800-579-6921. 800-579-6921. 800-579-6921. Hey everyone, Proactive MD has an incredible offer for our radio listeners only. Stay tuned for our exclusive offer that includes a free charcoal pore cleansing brush and free shipping. Proactive MD with prescription strength adapalene can heal and prevent future breakouts. Today, for just $19.95, we're offering listeners the three-piece Proactive MD system with free shipping, plus a free gift, the new charcoal pore cleansing brush. Get this exclusive offer by calling now, 1-800-644-5944, or go to Proactive com and enter promo code radio you heard right proactive md plus free shipping and a free gift the new charcoal pore cleansing brush you'll get all this for just 1995 and their 60 day money back guarantee you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or you get your money back call now 1-800-644-5944 that's 1-800-644-5944 or go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio again go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio Welcome back to Food for Thought. We're talking grilled something what? for your party. So we were thinking. I think grilled shrimp. I love grilled shrimp. I think people love grilled shrimp, and I usually Kebab. do. Skewered, yeah. And I just make a really quick marinade with soy, garlic, lemon juice, a little bit of oil, and black pepper. Five things. And mm. toss it. You don't even have to do it ahead of time because the lemon juice will, you know, start to ceviche it. Mm. Um, quickly. I soak my skewers, I peel them except for the tail, and when I skewer them, I skewer them so they're on this, like this on the skewer. Right. So it looks, yeah, aesthetically it looks in the same direction. And I think Um, they're delicious and people love them, and they take two minutes to go. And I just, I guess quick. I just uh, on skewers, you know, it's it's that does make it easier to grill. Yeah. Um, but I t- I kind of hate the typical or the vegetables that you grill with skewers. I, I don't ever put any vegetables. It, yeah, like squash, right? No, I don't Onions, do any vegetables. If I'm tomatoes. doing vegetables, they're separate. Yeah, because um, it's different I cooking times. And I'll do lamb cubes that you just a little garlic. All right, Rosemary. That's solving because I have so issue easy. with those kind of kebabs where it's mixed. Because it's no, like, no, no. I, I want to cook the vegetables longer. Yeah. If I do vegetable skewers, I usually do mushrooms, cherry tomatoes, and um, little pieces of zucchini because they all cook about the same time, mm-hmm. and they're perfect. 
And they're right now know, the corn here in New Jersey. They're pretty, is so sweet and amazing. Have you red, had some? Red, white, and green. Corn. The corn is incredible I'm not into, right now. I'm not into corn. It's I'm super corn, sweet. Right? I just don't never saw what the fuss was about with I'm making, corn. I'm I'm making your teeth corn and the cob. I, I need yeah, to no, cut I, it well, off. Well, what I'm doing is I'm cutting the kernels and I'm making salads with the tomato, onion. And, oh, I do uh, like that. Okay. Corn and a little bit of, uh, what do you call it, basil for my garden. It's delicious. Oh, my God. Basil? Basil. 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 Please. So wait, you were going to tell us about food. You've been- oh, I just made some really yummy, yummy um, chicken thighs with just an Asian. I told you I made them like I made the sticky wings that I brought here once. Oh, my gosh. Easy so how, how is the, what was the preparation? Again, easy peasy. Um, I put a little bit of honey. Put so, so is the chicken boneless and skinless or is it on the bone? Uh, this, what I just recently did, was boneless and skinless. Okay. You could do either or. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually whip this up with those wings and they are easy and they're delicious, literally finger licking good. Um, a little bit of honey, mm-hmm. a little bit of mirin, mm-hmm. soy, mm-hmm. garlic and ginger. And that's it. And mix. Oh, a little sesame oil. So Sorry. that's the marinade. That's the marinade. Okay. Just toss the chicken in there. So how much, uh, so I'm guessing, let's say you had four boneless and skinless thighs, um, and you, I'm, I'm imagining like a uh, half four, a cup of I mean, I would soy. never do just four. I probably no, I'm just did trying a to, dozen. But, right, I'm trying so, to get a so ratio. So for a dozen, I did probably two tablespoons of honey, mm-hmm. two cloves of garlic, a nice maybe two or three inch knob of ginger. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe two tablespoons of mirin, two mm-hmm. t- about two equal parts of almost all of those ingredients. Oh, yeah. Oh, equal parts honey, mirin, and soy. Holly, honey, mirin, soy, sesame oil, and then garlic and ginger. Equal parts. Equal parts. Okay. And then I, you know, depending on what it is, when I do wings, I literally only marin- let them marinate for about an hour. Like you don't have to let it marinate all day long. Mm-hmm. And I find you can do them on the grill, but I find to get that stickiness, I do them in the oven in a glass platter, like a big glass corningware or whatever mm-hmm. that I spray. Mm-hmm. And it's like 15 minutes, turn them over another 15 minutes. Broiled. Not broiled, baked. At like what, 375? Four, not 375. <gasps> this is my one time that She cooks I, everything at 375. I know. I crank it up to 450 for these because I want them crispy. Okay. So 450, like 15 minutes on both sides. Mm-hmm. And then the juice is going to be reducing in there because I dump the whole thing in. It's not just the, you know, I don't right, take it the out. Right, the marinade goes in. Everything's in there. Right. And if I need to, usually they're pretty dark by then. Mm-hmm. But if there's still more juice or you want it a little bit crispier, you know, put the broiler on for a little while until right. it, Let it. And then reduce. when that stuff reduces, like when it comes out, it still could be a little bit loose. But when it starts to cool a bit, mm-hmm. you toss them in it. It's like a glaze. It's so mm. delicious. Do you remember them when I made them for you? Yes. Yeah, you made the wings. Really good. You made the yeah. wings. Yes. But you can make that with anything. And it was... Uh, I'm telling you, finger looking. My husband will eat like four pounds of wings. <laughs> they're, they're delicious. Sounds um, good. Yeah. So what else did you cook? What else did I make? I made, um, I was in the mood for something sweet. And Mario and I um, like a lot of fruit desserts. So I made sort of a granite with just uh, lemon juice, lemon uh, girl, huh? zest. 
A what? Granite. Granite. What the hell is that? Is that how you it's pronounce like an it? Ice. It's Some not granite. Say granite. Yeah, I say granite. Is it what is it? An Italian or? It's Italian. Yeah. So it's got shaved ice in it involved with it's, it. It's it's basically you're making shaved ice. Okay. So it's almost like slu- in between slushy and snow cone consistency. Okay. And it's just lemon juice, lemon zest, and I make a little bit of simple syrup, which is just syrup, uh, sugar, maybe a cup of sugar, two cups of water. Let it reduce back down to one cup. So that with the juice of you know. Two or three lemons, the zest of two or three lemons, put it in the freezer, and every you know fifteen minutes or so, you just go and slush it around, like break it up. If you have it, I do it in a metal pan because it really gets colder. Oh, delicious! Sounds and like I a lot of work it to me. In, it's not a lot of work because when you're doing other things, you doing can, other you know, things. I kept putting my timer on my phone, and every fifteen minutes, I just go back and slush it up. You're one of those. It took like two hours while I was doing other things. And I scooped out oranges and limes and lemons, and I served it in that. That was pretty. Sounds good. And yummy and refreshing. Yeah, it's when I got back from Maine, and it was like 95 I still want to make my own mayonnaise. I'll tell you, um, I have, just to to interject, I I did a party on July 8th Mm -hmm. for a client who, she's fancy pants. Yeah. But she wanted everything. Oh, you know, I would just want burgers and broths and, you know, potato salad and, you know, good all American. But then I started to get some pictures from her that had, you know, she wanted like a crudite platter with some hummus. And she said, I just love these. And she was sending me pictures of the platters, which were all like vegetable boats. And they were like, you know, fresh, like edible flowers everywhere. And I'm thinking, okay, I've got to, I'm going to make this all American, but I've got to give it some flare right so i took these were actually pretty good they're not my favorite but um watermelon okay so i was thinking what hors d'oeuvre am i going to make out of watermelon right so i i pinterested it so did you put balsamic vinegar on it yeah i know it's good so and so you take like did you grill it no that's good too so you can like oil them and grill them yeah. and then put, put the, the drizzle the balsamic on it. Oh, that sounds really fantastic. Good. Yeah, try that next time. Yeah. But anyway, so and you, you know what it's really good with? Short provolone. Shred some short provolone over them. Oh my god. Yeah, see I've never been a yeah. big fan of this like uh there was something that had like watermelon and feta cheese and I was just kinda like, You know, eh, I, I know never was either, but I give Maybe me an arugula a salad taste. with yeah. strawberries and and pecorino in it and it's pretty damn well, what good I, the presentation though was the the best part so i i cut them into like uh cubes mm-hmm. so maybe not quite yeah cubes like cubes. ice cubes squares yeah right and then i took a little tiny melon baller and just scooped out a little circle in the center not mm-hmm. even halfway through the thing because mm-hmm. the balsamic glaze which is just balsamic just vinegar and brown sugar indentation and so you know, the presentation, I probably have it on my phone. I think I did take a picture. So, it's so just, it looked like they had little dots And I on. had little um, microgreens, like, uh, underneath as a, a bed. Not m- many, just scattered. It was really... It sounds pretty. It was really pretty. Really nice. And they but, taste great, right? And they tasted great. And I'm yeah. giving, like, a little elegant spin to a... a you know. oh, wait a minute. So you, you, you picked up the individual the watermelon, and it had a little juice inside it of it? It has. So it, it's like a... So you have the... 
It had the a little cube, you know, square. It's kind of like a, a shot almost. Uh, no, it was not. Because the, the, the little scoop that I'm scooping out is, is about a quarter of a teaspoon. But the oh, okay. balsamic it's like an indentation. So you, have the, you pour the balsamic reduction in that little scoop, which is only about a quarter of an inch in diameter, where the cube is, you know, an okay. inch and a half. It's like a gotcha. dot. I got gotcha. you. So it's like this dark circle. So yeah. aesthetically, you know, from a. Yeah, it looks, it looks like cool. art. Yeah. Right. It looks like art. And you don't get it was delicious. You don't even really need to garnish something like that because it's an art in itself. In itself. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and then we had, uh, I did the, I did a nice crudite platter, but I changed it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I just did um, little clusters of raw vegetables. And then I did a little bowl of hummus mm-hmm. and a little bowl of tapenade. Nice. And some dried uh, fruits and nuts. Nice. So it was just simple, but and then garnish that whole thing. Big white platter. Garnish that with all um, all different colored edible flowers. Sounds beautiful. She I loved it. Loved it. Love love. That's important. Fabulous. And uh, that's what's important. I can't remember the other one. Watermelon. The peaches Crudite. are incredible right now too. Peaches are really good right mm-hmm. now. Deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. I made. Uh, what? What's the face? How can you not like deviled eggs? I hate deviled eggs. Oh, I, I love, don't eat I love eggs. Them. Remember? You're not okay. I only eat eggs if they're very, very well done in an omelet. That basically the egg is just holding all the other stuff together, like a, you know, a right. frittata. Yeah, I know. I'm funny with I, eggs. I would but rather I like eat deviled eggs. A cow's you eyeball. You don't like quiche. I would eat. I love quiche. If it's incorporated it's well cooked, in if something, it's incorporated into something, an, an egg solo, not happening hmm, in this really? year. No. Well, I did one, uh, which is pretty traditional. I did one with like a curried uh, filling, and mm-hmm. then I did another one that I made with a wasabi filling. That sounds good. Though. And so we had the nice, I mean, I make sort them. of <laughs> bright yellow color of the uh, p- pale orange of the curry, curry. and then the. So almost green. green of the that sounds pretty. So it was. My mom used to put relish in them. Relish, oh! I make them. I've made them many times, but will not eat one. What about dessert for your party? I hadn't. I was going to, not to bring make some? one. Maybe I'll do strawberry shortcake. Although, okay, strawberries speak. are so mm. something Stra- with fruit. I mean, the fruit is so good right now. Biscuits mm-hmm. for strawberry shortcake. Mm-hmm. So because I had this party and I was thinking to myself, well, I'm, I'm this time I'm definitely going to make the biscuits right. because I remembered from years ago. Like that's one thing that it really pays to do yeah. yourself, you yes. know. And the, and uh, yeah. and I wound up at the last minute running out of time, mm-hmm. and then I wound up putting on uh, Facebook. You know, where's the best? Biscuits to buy, you know, to buy. I want to get, you know, really good ones. Right. And uh, I wound up at Shoprite, and they pulled them out of the freezer. And you know what? Were they good? They were not that good. No, biscuits kind of salty, which I thought are, was so strange. They're so easy though to make. They're so easy, but you know, you when you're really out of yeah. time, you know. So we did. That's why my the... mom always had a Sarah Lee pound cake in the freezer. <laughs> That's right. Sarah Lee pound Sarah cake, Sarah whipped Lee. cream, strawberries, done. 
The thing is, I mean, that is so good. I know. You know? Delicious. That, and, but as a I caterer, it's really I mean, hard to bring out the Sara Lee. You know that that slight moisture on the top of it? It's yeah, like yeah, kind yeah, of mushy yeah. on the top. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So good. Um, <laughs> crusta- strawberry crostata. Um, nice. there's, a, there's a recipe from a cookbook. Have you ever been to um, Louisa's in Cape May? Mm-mm. Louisa's has been there for forever, you know, mm-hmm. long time. Little tiny place, like to the 28 bakery? seats. No, it's a, a rest- full service restaurant. Mm-hmm. But um, I discovered, and I hadn't seen it in any other books made this way, and I had seen it in this one, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. Strawberry crostata, mm-hmm. and the dough was like, it was kind of like a, biscuit dough sort of like a dense biscuit dough but you rolled it and it was made with cornmeal oh that's interesting so you had so it did, nice you did like a wave it. it was like a tart mm-hmm. and then we can and then you kind of not braid but twist the twisted the 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 corn dough and i'll tell you what that flavor Sounds with the good. strawberry and the cornmeal that's where i like corn not corn on the cob yeah, that would be good, I bet. 11 months of the year, I would agree with you. But right Maybe now, the, the corn is I'll super sweet and amazing. And I'll put some cornmeal yes, in What it. are you going to bring us next time? I, I don't know. <laughs> Weren't you going to bring something the other time and it didn't happen? I was going to bring lots of things. I was going to bring financiers. Mm-hmm. I dug oh, out my... Oh, that's right. I, I literally dug out my financier pan that I had. I have a Silpat that's financier. That All right. Well, we're reminding you then that we're else? still here. I know. And uh, so, so anyway, so, uh, so for dessert, to do some... I never make dessert. Fruit, fruit, fruit. Make a pie. Make, Make a, crisp. a pie. A yeah, crisp. a cobbler or yeah, a crisp or something. Two Just blueberries and raspberries. Fla- uh, get a bowl of flour. Blackberries are really good right now. Get a bowl of flour. Put some melted butter into it until it just makes crumbs. Half a cup of sugar, half a cup of brown sugar, and cinnamon. Done. Fruit it's in like your the pan. Crumble, crumble Crumble stuff. it on there. Delish. Yeah. Get some peaches. Perhaps. You have a farm stand right on your way home on 29, don't you? Mm. Uh, not 29, 32. I don't go 32, but I can, I can find peaches. I think a nice farm stand between here and... On 31, if you go to Flemington, there's, well, there's they're that. open for business yeah, now. Yeah, that's the... Man, I don't like that one. Oh, man. I, I wonder, or maybe I'm, I'm kind of in the mood for I, something I, I, Everything pure. I got from there the other day was really good. What about something pure fruit that, like the peaches... But poached with some that. kind of and some kind of like mm. glaze, like cinnamon be, glaze, or sounds delicious. And That's then it's easy. not, and it's healthy. You make simple syrup, right? And you put them in a big dish, and you wash the peaches, scrub the peaches, put them in there, cover it, poach them, easy. And we're out of you time. Need vanilla ice cream with that, though. All right. You have to. All right. I'll spring for the vanilla. You'd have to scoop the top of the peach out. My mother used to do this with apples. You scoop the top out and put a scoop of ice cream on there. Mm. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> All right. We're out of time, so hopefully you'll join us next week on Food for Thought. See you then. 